0: Hello everyone! Welcome to Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattoo artists, apprentices, and collectors are joining live events, sharing their tattoos and art, as well as creating art together across the globe. If you haven't already, you can find the mobile app in the Apple App Store and Google Play, and once you have that, you can find all the awesome events going on. You can connect with lots of artists, um, and you can sell your stuff on the Marketplace. There's so much fun things to do on there. Um, Some of the events that uh, we have regularly during the week include the Reinventing Drawing Groups. Um, There is one on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, with Jason Leaser, Um, and on Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with Jake Meeks. Uh, Any times that we have on there should be in Eastern Standard Time. On Thursdays at noon, we have the Tattoo Collecting Podcast with Jordan Rookus and Fawn Baker, and they interview tattoo collectors about their journeys collecting all of their tattoos, um, and about many other things, including aliens, etc. Um, coming up on May 11th, we have 9 p- At 9 p.m., we have uh, Bruno Salvatierra Salvi- Salvi- will be hosting Ablemos de Art for our Spanish-speaking members. Um, He does that, I believe, once a month. And um, you can join in if you don't speak Spanish, but there will be people only speaking Spanish generally um, and doing art together. So that's lots of fun. If you speak Spanish, come on, or you wanna learn or practice speaking Spanish and do some art together. Um, Also coming up on May 18th, there will be a great seminar from Andre Malcolm. Um, he does epic Japanese uh, large scale pieces, mostly bodysuits and sleeves. Um, and he's going to be going over the designing of a koi sleeve, how he would go about that from beginning to end. Um, it's about two hours and it's $99. Uh, you can register now through the app or on the website. And uh, this is something that will be available uh, afterwards as well. But if you want to go in live, then I believe there will be a question and answer at the end, so definitely worth coming in live. Um, and tonight you're joining us for Tent Talk with Robert Shaw, who will be interviewing Penny Funk, the wife of Crazy Eddie, as well as Brian Leibart. And Before we start, I wanted to say thank you to our awesome sponsors because they make it possible for us to bring this to you for free. So thank you to Inkjet stencils. You can check out their sponsor area on the main menu of the app to learn how you can get free samples of their stencils mailed to you. And they do very high quality um, stencils. Uh, and you can just send them an email and um, of the artwork. This would be for something that you've got coming up ahead of time um, so that you can you can wait for a stencil to be mailed to you. But, then you can check it out and make sure that that would be something that you'd be uh, interested in investing in. We also have raw pigments, which make uh, acrylic free organic vegan inks. Um, and I believe uh, you can talk to them about the raw pigments themselves. Um, I've just started using them and they are pretty fantastic colors. We are so grateful for you. All right, I am going to see if Rob is ready for me to pass this on to him.
1: Rob, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> Make one little adjustment. Um, awesome. We're going to be having, uh, as people know, a lot of guests, different people. And um, let me see. We're going to be having Penny in. And the people that were uh, listening to some of the sponsors, um, I don't really have much to do with the sponsorship part of it. But uh, that Ink Jetta is phenomenal. That stencil is just its phenomenal. It's really, really, really nice.
2: We can hear you. There you are you go. My well nerves are shot. I know I'm gonna sleep good tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> oh well lovely. Uh, I'm so glad that you that you can make it. And I'm sorry that there was some delays and time confusion and all that. And we're glad to have oh, I'm you. I'm
2: used to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> If anything weren't
2: normal, I'd be upset. Everything <laughs> up, I'm good to go.
0: Awesome. awesome. All right, well I'm gonna further into the, the background. Time. Um and but if anybody has any questions for Penny or Brian or Rob, you can put them in there and I'll find a time to uh ask those. But uh very, very cool. I just wanna I wanna <laughs> say
2: a quick hi to uh, Lori and Gary, my former friends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right then all right well everybody knows uh we get together and have these little talks and get tattooers and tattoo collectors and tattoo enthusiasts and everything we try to get us all together like maybe once twice a month and uh we're very lucky to have penny funk today so i'm really happy and we got brian in too i mean some say she some say they are and some say they ain't friends We'll let them discuss that. <laughs> no,
2: I'll, I'll tell you what he is. He's better than family. Okay, uh, all right, okay. So the truth does come out then. Very nice. Yes. <laughs> I only lie in court under oath.
1: <laughs> nice. But yeah, I'll give you just a little small uh, background on Brian. Brian, uh, as people know, I, I collect uh, Rockford, Milton's Ice, uh, 815, area code types, tattoo memorabilia stuff, and... and uh, He's helped me get some really cool stuff, man. We'll talk about Crazy Eddie and stuff like that, but I'll just introduce him as Brian, and he's helped me get a lot of the stuff that you've seen, and we'll talk about that throughout the years and throughout the 10 talks and stuff like that. So I'll let him introduce himself, and everybody knows Penny Funk. Uh, So we'll start off with Penny. You want to introduce
2: yourself and give a little backstory? Okay. Hmm. I'm from a family of 10. I was the last one. So that's why I was named Penny, because I was the only one that had any sense. <laughs> but anyhow, um, I've known Eddie since I was 18 years old. And I remember when he uh, they had shut down tattooing in New York, and him and Dracula came to Philly. I had never seen anything like that in my life, between Eddie's hairdo <laughs> And Dracula's tattoos, (laughs) it was like, whoa. (laughs) And um, I don't know. All all I can say is it's been a very, very interesting life for me, the tattoo world. I know uh, Eddie was afraid when I started getting tattooed that I would blame him for getting tattooed. And I said, no, I make my own decisions. Mm -hmm. And I, I love it when people walk up to you and say, how could you ruin your body like that? I said, what are you talking about? I think it looks better. I said, I don't like your dress. I don't like your hairdo. You where do they come from giving you your opinion? You don't even know me. Get lost. My body, my choice. I have no regrets.
1: <laughs> yeah. Except
2: yeah. getting married. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's good times. That's a whole uh, other
2: story. That's
1: a whole, that's that's the next chapter of our uh, story. Yes. And Brian, you want to, uh, you want to introduce yourself and, Tell people how long you've been tattooing and a little little bit of something or collecting. Uh, no, I haven't been tattooing. I, I'm a
3: collector and mm-hmm. I help uh, Penny sell off uh, a lot of the old United stock from the 90s. And um, I also buy, uh, trade and uh, collect uh, a lot of different tattoo uh, memorabilia.
1: Right, right. Right, I didn't know that. I thought I, I well, I don't know why. I always assume everybody I fucking talk to tattoos. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Um, I've always seen you in a lot of the historical forums and a lot of the pages, and I've always seen you with some super nice stuff, man. Super cool stuff, and I'm always like, man, he's got a lot of cool shit, dude. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, you got a lot of really cool stuff, man. Like I said, I want to, you know, here I can I'll show you a little something and get too deep into it. This is one of the books from the tattoo s- school that i got from you oh cool got all the lessons and it's in nice. mint condition and i mean you've seen it you know what it's like yeah i want to yeah appreciate you on that brian that's a super nice book man uh yeah absolutely uh, awesome it's, it's amazing fun, absolutely amazing and yeah yeah but uh uh penny what are uh what's what's one of the first
2: conventions that you went to oh my goodness hmm Oh, the very, oh, I don't even want to talk about that. The first convention <laughs> I do to, Eddie and I got married. Okay. In Seattle. And I i wouldn't let him drink,
4: <laughs>
2: you know, because I said, it's bad enough I'm marrying a crazy man, but they're going to say I had to get him drunk to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so nervous. It was so scary. But what a bunch of wonderful people. Um I I remember I ended up getting drunk and I'm not, I'm not much of a drinker. And Bob Shaw walked me back to my room and I'm five, five. And he was a little bit shorter than me, but I was a lot shorter than him when we were walking to the room. (laughs) What a gentleman. He took me to the room and made sure I got there safely and stuff like that. Oh, and I'm telling you, it's a whole different world. When I first started going, I was so nervous because as mouthy as I am now, you would never believe that I was quiet and shy. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, oh, my God, I'll never fit into this world, you know, and I'm looking at all these women heavily tattooed. And I thought, wow, how do they walk down the street without people bothering them? Mm -hmm. Now I know i can oh. be wearing long sleeves long pants and somebody say oh you have tattoos i'm thinking where did they see them you know it's the, I, I don't know but anyhow it, it's just um yeah i did i used to hide in the room for a long time and then after a while i started coming out and then i started smoking pot with the rest of them and then <laughs> oh boy well, <laughs> I think they got mad at me because i was a, a cheap pie <laughs> I went in there and I got a contact high, it was higher than anybody in there and they kept saying, oh, let's go get Penny. <laughs> what
4: what
2: a what a wonderful world this was. I, I mean I really enjoyed every moment of it. I have no regrets at all. Yeah, Except that's getting- awesome. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm serious the next time somebody tell uses this crazy with their name i'm gonna pay a lot of attention I <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: that was some fun that was some fun stuff i imagine
2: Some oh, fun yeah.
1: stuff oh very cool very very cool yeah conventions are a little bit different nowadays that's for sure oh
2: my goodness oh I went to I went to the ones that Troy has in Philly the last two years mm-hmm. before COVID. I I don't know half the people. And yeah. and to see you see so many people with facial tattoos that you didn't see before. Oh and it yeah. Was, wow, because I mean Dracula was the first one I ever saw with facial tattoos. And I still yeah. still got my eyes open and looking. But um they're just a wonderful bunch of people and conventions are so great. It was like a family reunion to me when I used to go to them. We It would take us three hours to walk up one aisle, stopping and talking to everybody. And, you know, people would say to me, have you seen Eddie? I said, if he's not at the bar, I don't have a clue where he's at.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> up at the bar.
2: <laughs> yeah. And if he wasn't at the bar, you're on your own. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. I, I met some really... What I liked about conventions too, like when you go to the conventions, you would meet everybody, every walk of life, the good, the bad, the ugly and everything in between. And you'd see them dressed up in tuxedos to jeans and t-shirts and and they all fit in and blend it. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm. You know, I'm
2: looking at the stuff you're collecting from Brian. I I thought it was junk. If you knew the stuff that I threw away. oh God, oh
1: yes. I know, yeah. yep, yep, um, yeah. That's crazy. I can just, I can't even begin to imagine the stuff that you threw away. Oh, because honestly, I was not not me with uh, like Eddie, but when we were younger, because I've been in the tattoo industry my whole life. So when my uncle would close an old shop or something like that, or someone would get rid of something, they would just throw that shit away, throw it away. Now I don't throw none of it away. Oh. I collect all of it. I save all of it. So yeah, I got some, I got some flash and stuff, and that I've been collecting from old shops that's been in the family for like maybe 30, mm-hmm. 35 years. So oh, it's just so like, awesome. yeah, it's crazy that they, that uh, uh, man, it's just crazy. I see some of the stuff that's been thrown away, thrown away, and just think back, like what you said, all the acetate stencils. Like in just oh. in two thousand, just in two thousand, I did this. We yes. cleaned out the basement of an old tattoo shop called Goldie's Tattoo in Rockford, Illinois. And just threw them away, like you were saying. I bet you got oh. rid of so much stuff of his. Um, what it what's what resonates on your head that you just think back and say, Wow, why
2: did I get rid of that
1: piece? What was it?
2: Oh, uh, well, let me put it to you this way: Bob <laughs> showed gave Eddie a, mach- a tech- machine collection oh. and he gave that away. Oh, I had um, we had a museum in, in the Kensington shop and we had a dress from. Betty Broadbent. Oh, wow. Her husband. Wow. And I mean, just so many things that we had in the museum and yeah. stuff like that. Who knows what happened to them? You, you know, when I heard that saying, you know, one man's junk is another man's treasure, I felt like one man's junk is another man's junk down the road. You know, <laughs> so I started getting rid of it. I mean, no, I'll save money. I don't want to save all that junk. Yeah, but, right. Uh, it, it just makes me sick, some of the stuff I did give away. Yeah. Throwaway.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He didn't think so. No, Brian opened my eyes up to what what's going on and how that this stuff is gold to some people. Yes. Boy, I wish I knew. I yeah. wish I knew. I would be on Easy Street now. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who would Who would have known?
1: Because like, like everybody was saying, you were saying, a lot of people uh just 15, 20 years ago, people weren't really thinking about collecting of bulls or historical right. bulls or right. save bulls. But now it's, yeah. now it's like on the forefront of everybody's mind. Yes. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of really, uh, important people such as Eddie passed away recent kind of recently, you know, and it's really shocked, shocked people that are in their forties and fifties and sixties to really yes. think. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really fortunate that we're all still around for as long as we can, Hang out and do some of these conventions once they get kicked back off, man. I'll be really excited to see y'all there.
2: Yeah, yeah I think they're going to yeah. be. St- I don't know. I think Brian said that uh, Troy's going to have one in Philly in what September.
3: September. I, Richie Montgomery, telling me, September tenth or thirteenth.
2: Okay, I'll find out the dates from. I did hear that. I'm right near the train station. I can take the train right right into Philly. Get, well, I have to take a cab because it's a long walk now. We used to go right into the center. But uh, just seeing the people, and, and people I don't even know, I hear them saying, oh, there's Penny Funk," And I'm yeah. thinking, oh, stay away if you're smart. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I do. I just love seeing people. And I, I love the fact, one of the facts that I like about it is, you know, you see some really, really cool stuff, you know, the piercings and all like that. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, I wish I could do that. I'm the little chicken with the piercings. But uh, Mm -hmm. it it just fascinates me that where where people say, oh, I'll just tell you this quick story, which made me laugh. There was a guy on Facebook, you know, with COVID and all this stuff, everybody's quarantined and stuff. My dogs my best friend right now. (laughs) Yeah, right. he sent a friend request, and I thought, okay, so I accepted his friend request. And then he saw me getting tattooed. Somebody posted something of me getting a tattoo maybe two years ago. That guy said, I like my body just the way it is. And he blocked me. I thought, are you serious? You might <laughs> like your body the way it is, but have you looked at your face? Are you serious? I <laughs> you talking to him. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm going back to being a bitch. I have more fun. <laughs> but you can't lose with those tools. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good shit.
1: Yeah, nowadays people? more people, yeah, people are crazy. Nowadays though, really, uh, more people have tattoos than don't have tattoos. So that mentality is almost almost like yeah. a holy shit. What do you think? They're the oddballs. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely they are. That's
2: crazy. I joined a senior center. guy so said to me, Are you trying to hide your tattoo? I said, No, but you can stop looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, whoo. just look at the ones you like. <laughs> yeah, oh I don't even care. I swear I was going to a convention and wearing the long coat a little bit and the guy says, Oh, you're going to the tattoo convention. I looked, and I said, how, do, how does he know I'm going? They, they must be, they have to be looking up my arm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, who who um name a couple people that you've been tattooed by, Penny. Oh my goodness. One of my favorite is Bob Shaw. I I got tattooed by him in uh, 87, and he did a yellow rose, you know, with Texas in 87. Him and Bobby were going to do it together, and Bob just kept on going. I said, yeah, keep going. Get that done. Bob (laughs) Shaw, Tony Olivas, uh, Suzanne Fouser, um, Corey Miller. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, I'm trying to think. Cap Sumpsby. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Right. Robbie Easton. Oh, I can't. I can't. I got so many, I can't even think. P.A. Julie oh, yeah. Moon. Oh. P.A. Stevens. Who? Oh yeah, P.A. Stevens. The very first tattoo I got was Eddie's portrait on my shoulder. Really. Really that's and, amazing. And that was at and that was at the convention. And then for the for the longest time I guess I would say maybe 7 years I had like seven tattoos. And I kept going to these conventions and kept looking at these women and and I just thought they were beautiful.
4: Yeah.
2: So finally I said Daddy one day I said, "You know, I'm going to go for it." He said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I'm getting sleeved, I'm getting tech. Oh, yeah. what? Maybe really, guy acting thing? Oh I yeah don't yeah leave him out um, <laughs> oh Jack Rudy Yeah yeah Jack yeah um, oh and when I was getting tattooed by um, Guy Actinson this guy said said to me how'd you get an appointment with him? I, I I've been on his uh, list for three years and I, I just well I lied once in a while. I said well I've been on it for four <laughs> and I, so I was them guy came over and was, wanted to tattoo me. I am so honored. You know, I sit <clears throat> around and I look at these tattoos and I don't care what I forget, but I don't want to forget <laughs> where I got my tattoos from. You know, right. sometimes I don't know what day it is, but I'm, I'm grateful every day that I have my tattoos because it's, I'm doing what I want. I try pleasing other people. I, that's a waste of time. I'm pleasing, pleasing me and that's easy. Yeah, that sounds I, like the I right thing. It, oh yeah, and I uh, Dracula, when he first came to town, he always had his shop across the street from Eddie. So I have a twin sister and another sister who's like 14 months older. And every every month we'd go down. Dracula would have a heart in the window, and he would have Pam's name, Sharon's name, Penny, and I'm like, oh, it's mine, it's my month. <laughs> and Dracula asked me to go to a female impersonator show. I'm 18 years old. I never, I, you know, I didn't even know what it was. Hmm. So I said, yeah, sure. Let's go. It was a Tropicana in Philly. So we go <coughs> to the show and I'm sitting there. I, I had a half a drink. I was like, my eyes were like saucers <laughs> looking at this stuff. And then years later, Dracula was in Eddie's shop. And he said to me, he said, Penny, do you remember that time we went on a date? And I went, I looked around to see who heard that because I thought I didn't know that was the date. I said, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, what a character. And Dracula was smart because he always he always built his shop across the street from Eddie because when Eddie would throw people out, they'd go across the street to Jack. So he was a good businessman. Yeah. Eddie, I, I don't know. Eddie was not, he was okay when he's drunk at the bar. He loved everybody, but he really wasn't a people person. He had no patience talking to them. And it got to the point that I would talk to the people, get the stencil out, set them up. He would do the outline and the shading and I would color it in. And he didn't have to talk to the customer. I said, don't talk to them. Because he would throw them out the door. One one day we're in the shop. He's throwing seven people out. I said, What the hell are we doing here? I said, He said, Come back tomorrow when Tommy's here. I said, Put a note on the door telling them that. I'm not standing in here to watch you throw people out. I'm going out to dinner. (laughs) You know, he was, um, you know, you don't know anybody until you live with them. Everybody said, Oh, Eddie is so funny. Take him home. Take him (laughs) home. Nobody would take him home. I thought it was funny for three years. Then he wiped the smile off my face. (laughs) (laughs) But I I really have no regrets. I had a wonderful life. Did a lot of things. Did a lot of traveling. Eddie and I went to um, Australia, Hawaii, and different places. And I remember we got off a bus uh, in, in Hawaii and... Oh, everybody came over and they're looking at me and looking at the tattoos. I'm
4: thinking, yeah. And then they (laughs)
2: looked and saw Eddie. They said, oh, you have tattoos too. And they just ignored him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he went by crazy Eddie. And I thought almost normal Penny because I couldn't be totally normal marrying him. So (laughs) That's what we went by. (laughs) But what a wonderful world. Oh, my goodness. The people you meet, good, bad, and ugly and everything else. What about uh like overseas conventions and stuff like that? I never did those. Eddie used to do them. Right.
1: So you never went over there and checked no, it out? I, no, no. That's that was one
2: step too crazy, yeah. What's that? One step too crazy. Right. But Eddie, Eddie went over there. He used to yeah. go overseas and stuff like that. And I remember when I, I went to a convention, they had people from Scotland and England and Australia and their accent I didn't know what the hell they were talking about let's go on the left and you know whatever <laughs> and so when I was I saw I started drinking and when I was drinking I understood them next day they said hello mate I said fuck off <laughs> I <have> hangover <laughs> <laughs> well so, Jeff Baker he used to come oh god he was he was a funny man If he was telling life stories, but if he was telling a joke, nobody knew what the hell he was talking about. He he told one joke, he cleared the room. He says, "I have another one." Everybody kept going. (laughs) They talk about a gherkin. That's a pickle. We didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And the jokes are bad. Life stories funny as hell. (laughs) He was my buddy. I love Jeff.
4: Oh, crazy.
2: And, to, uh, well, Terry Brickley, we went on a, a road trip with him. What a nightmare that was. <coughs> Only thing I learned from him was don't go traveling with them. Go traveling. They did everything. They, um, they liked to walk. We didn't. They like, you know, whatever. We had nothing in common. They didn't like the food. They complained about the food. Finally, said to, to Terry, I said, how many times have you been here? He said, oh, 22. I said, you haven't figured out by now that food is different? Do you have to complain every meal? Shut up. <laughs> 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 okay, somebody else's turn or what else you want to know? Um, let me ask you this. What uh, What was one of like uh, Eddie's like catchphrase, like what was one of the things he would say a lot? Like, he'd, like that hits you right in the head. Just Opening his mouth pissed me off, but anyhow, no. What what he, what? Here's what I like. He was a good story storyteller, but he wasn't accurate. He would tell a story, and I would say to him, "Eddie, I was there. That isn't even close to what happened." He said, "But it sounds better, doesn't it?" Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sounds good to me. So one day I was, uh, we had just got carpeting in the living room, and I was smoking a cigarette, and I was busy doing stuff, and the cigarette fell and burnt. And he said, what happened here? And I said, well, I was busy cleaning and I dropped a cigarette. So he said to me, well, let's blame it on your brother, Lois. I said, okay. <laughs> that was, you know, I mean, he was funny telling stories. He would take them out of context. If there was one guy, he would say there was 15. He we went to uh, Las Vegas one time and he got mugged and the guys in the shop was always blowing smoke up his ass because they're saying oh wow eddie if you got mugged anybody could get mugged i said if he didn't get mugged they weren't muggers (laughs) he was begging them to mug him that's it you know and the more he drank the louder he got and i remember one time uh back sammy from germany came over And the two of them were sitting here drinking at the table and they're banging on the table and it's it's a tile table. And it's yah, 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 yah. And they kept this shit up. I got up. (laughs) We had to go somewhere the next day early. I got up and I said, yah, yah, my ass, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So him and Sammy get up. Sammy goes in the bedroom. He said, oh, I must, get so he goes in the bed. He was so drunk, he fell, broke the door. And and then I have a small, small bathroom, and he was in the tub, face down, <laughs> like this. So Eddie goes in, he says, Oh, you know, he was a big guy. Eddie couldn't pick him up, and he was drunk his own self. So he says, "Ah, oh, Sammy, stay here. I will go get some, I will get some of the guys and we'll pull you out. And Sammy says, No, no, he said, you, you. Oh, no, I will push it and you pull it and up he came and he, he came up, threw up on, oh my God, it, it was uh. a nightmare. Well, I did <laughs> that shit up, I didn't. But, uh. but he, he he was a nice guy too. I, I really liked him and I felt really bad for him.
4: <laughs>
2: and we we went to, um, they have a Shady Maple smorgasbord in Pennsylvania. So we took Sammy there and we took our dog. It was like a nice spring day. We could leave the windows down, and he said, "Oh, can we bring the dog in with us?" I said, "No, we can't bring. Oh, we'll see where they are. They can bring their dogs in the restaurant and everything as long as you're well behaved." <laughs> but um, and and the stories he told too, it was just it's fascinating. No, Eddie was drunk most of the time. I um he would be drunk. He'd get up the next day. I'm sorry. I hate that we're do- Two things I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear I love you. And I don't want to hear I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? You did it last week. You did it this week. And I know you're <laughs> going to do it next week. So shove your sorry up your ass. <laughs> Anyhow, the one one day, I got sick of him not, you know, I went through all this shit I went through with him and he didn't remember. So I had a video camera. So I set Aww. the camera up. <laughs> And I I know, I know I'm being filmed. You would you would not believe how nice that was. And I'd say, oh stop. No, no. You know, whatever. Usually I want to plug them. The next day he he says, um, oh, I'm sorry. I said, would you like to know what you're sorry for? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're always saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What what do you sorry mean? Sorry is the mistake. You do the same thing over and over again. <laughs> so he says, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I videotaped you. His eyes are <sighs> big as a saucer. <laughs> and he said, huh, no, he wouldn't watch it. So another drunk told him,
1: <laughs>
2: okay. make her get rid of that tape. That's something I wish I saved. Oh, <laughs> that would have been a good one. That would have been unbelievable. So it took him three months to watch this tape. He sits down. He's watching the tape. He says, uh, and he's sitting there watching it. And he said, "I didn't say that." I thought, "Oh, yeah, that's it. I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He he was he was a lot of fun for three years. <laughs> wiped the smile off my face. I'm telling you, I just thought, so the same shit over and over and over again. Oh. But he did a lot for the tattoo industry. Oh, he did. Yeah, people loved him. um, Everybody loved him, but take him home. Why don't you take him home, please? (laughs) And then I would love him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They just wanted to borrow him for the six-hour convention or with Tyler there.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, he he was a piece of work. Well, one thing I have to say, though, too, is most people in Eddie's family, most of the guys didn't make it past... um, 60. His father was like 55. Here yeah, he's he drank and smoked pot and camels non-filter for years and he lived to be 80.
1: <laughs> odds. So maybe
2: the maybe the rest of them should have ate a, drank and smoked and did all that stuff too, and they would still be around.
1: Right. And he
2: got around real well too, all the way until well after he had uh he had a heart attack and he he was he was a mess with that too because he didn't want to stay in the hospital because he couldn't smoke. Uh, he said if they would have just gave me a cigarette, you know, but he he ended up, he had to stay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's when he started going downhill after the heart attack and then, you know, other problems. So. Yeah, because it was it was uh it was pretty
1: pretty amazing. He was always at the conventions, everybody taking pictures with him and hanging out. And then all of a sudden
2: the next year it was like, wow, oh, no convention's gone yeah 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 and did his voice too how raspy and stuff all that smoking and and stuff he did you know it it did play a toll on him one remember he used to go he used to go to the store all the time and and he loved to go grocery shopping and i hate grocery shopping Mm -hmm. but he'd come home with shit like you wouldn't believe he came home with six jars of jelly i said eddie would you buy that for neither one of us eat jelly but look at the colors aren't they pretty (laughs) <laughs> another thing he would do <laughs> you go grocery shopping i'm walking in the store it was uh you know he, he would open up a jar of pickles he would make sandwiches next thing you know one time i got 11 bottles of mustard in my jar in my refrigerator i don't eat mustard Who's <laughs> going shopping? i said take mustard with you you come home with another <laughs> <laughs> thing a mustard it's going up your ass <laughs> so we're in the store one time he's walking around he's eating cheese doodles <laughs> the guy comes up to him and says you can't eat cheese you can't eat that in the store so oh he's going to pay for it he says i don't care you're not allowed to eat it so he the guy here i can't eat them you take them. the guy walked away hmm. another time we we're in this store the store had just opened, and, you know, usually they give you samples of stuff when they open the store. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the store with him walking around. He's got this styrofoam cup with some chili soup in it. So I didn't know he walked over to the salad bar helped himself from walking around. So he says to me, okay, there's the, uh-oh, here's the food police. I'm thinking, what the hell is he talking about? So he said, Penny, here, try this. So I, okay, so I got the cup. I got the spoon. The guy over, <laughs> says to me, Miss, how now don't tell me he got us two mixed up.
4: <laughs> he said, uh-huh.
2: Miss, we sell that by the pound. How are we supposed to know what to charge you? I said, I just weighed myself before it came in. Weigh me on the way out. I mean, and that, that was it. I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm never going to the store with you again. <laughs> so I wasn't shopping with them. Another that's- time I'm at the uh we're at the casino and I'm standing in line. I think I'm getting $10 rebate or something. This woman taps me on the shoulder. I turned around and she said, don't you think that guy has an unusual hairdo? And I turned around and said, who she was talking about? It was (laughs) Betty. And I said, no, not really. I said, I'm kind of used to it. That's my husband. The woman looked like, oh, for open up and swallow me. Of all the people that she had to tap with, it was me. (laughs) Okay, Brian, you're up. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: brian
4: yeah she's like brian
2: <laughs>
3: so i got i brought on a couple of uh i brought out a couple of uh frames zeiss frames okay I all right at a show i figured you'd uh want to see them uh this one's a deluxe nice is that chrome plated too yeah oh nice yeah the lighting isn't so good
4: yeah, that's cool. And then
3: this is a B model frame. Yeah. That's chrome
1: too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah those are them, nice. Yeah. Those are real nice.
3: I know you probably have a bunch of them in your collection, right? Yeah, I
1: have. I have both of those, but I don't have. Uh, I don't have the. I don't have them chrome like that. I got them. Oh, no? Uh, no, I got oh. them. One's pitted. <laughs> Yeah, right. They're it's both old. real. <laughs> oh, I want to try to get. Uh, well, I want to try to get as many as I can of them, but uh, yeah. Well, I really like them Zeiss machines, man, and uh, that especially that deluxe. That's a uh, off of the Jonesy frame, but yeah, those chrome ones. Uh, I haven't seen very many of those. Yeah, I, w- I want to
3: try to get a um, super electric, uh, but the you know a, a complete machine
1: right a lot of the stuff a lot of the stuff is real rare man every once in a while c- coming from like rockford uh you'll see somebody that has something because there's a lot of people around here that have uh, a little bit of nice stuff but uh right. it's like you said it's real hard to find anything that's all original all there and all true to form so I- i'm lucky like i'm lucky to have the two that i have but always looking for those man those are beautiful yeah yeah, those are super nice. Here,
2: I'll, let me show some. Show this real quick. Oh. Sure. Great. one. want to talk? Is... Have you heard all my shit already? <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is that sheet I got from you. Oh, cool. You got it framed. Nice. Yeah, was
1: in a cheap frame because I, I throw it around a lot. But yeah.
3: Awesome. Cool. I think it's,
1: yeah. I really like it, man. I really like this sheet. Real cool sheet.
2: Oh, there's two. <laughs> yeah. No cocoa's starting to behave.
1: <laughs> what other kind of Zeiss Zuff, uh, Zuff stuff do you have? Uh, that's it, actually.
3: I have some lessons uh, of my own, like my own set of them. Um, like you have uh, the book, but it they're yeah. not they're not bound like that. Did you have that done, or I sold them to you like that?
1: No, it was uh in a thing, and I put them in the in the little binder and everything like that. Oh, cool. So it looked kind of nice, and I put the uh the tat this one here too that uh tattoo of the month right club nice in the front there, and cool. there's the original of it. I think, honestly, I think I got that from you, too. Yeah, yeah, it looks familiar. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a really nice, really, really nice, man. I've, I've, I haven't seen very many people with that full book like that. Very few no, people huh? have I seen with it. Very few.
2: I, I think it's yeah. so neat. I, I wish I wanted to collect stuff like that. I never wanted to. <laughs> I've never been into collecting. I want to collect money. I want yeah. to collect that Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're probably smarter. You're, you're way smarter than all of us. Yeah, okay. honestly. But, but it's that, that really, it. tattooing has been around forever. And, and to keep it alive the way you guys do, I think it's fascinating. Me, I'm not interested. I've got to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't
1: either. It, it came to me on accident. Um, I started. You know, well, it started honestly when I joined uh, the historical Facebook stuff. Oh, that's when I started okay. getting into it. And then I'd see somebody post something and I was like, oh, that's cool, man. I wish I had one of those. And then I'd see something on eBay and I'd be like, eh, fuck it. Let me bid on it. And I also I'd win it. And I'd be like, oh, shit, now I got this. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and I started liking it. And then, you know, yeah. and then, you know, just then i meet a lot of people. Like that's how I met Brian, you know, and I meet a lot of people through uh, them collecting or them uh, mm-hmm. selling me something or trading or something like that. So yeah, it's worked out real cool, man. I met a lot of super cool people through the trade and buying of it. And now, well, I, that, uh, now that I started doing it in a bigger you got fashion, the bug. now I yeah. got bit for sure. I got the bug for sure.
2: I get a lot of people will send me a friend request and he'll say, you know, whatever. And then I <clears throat> accept their friendship and they say, oh, by the way, do you have any any uh, business cards and stuff that you can mail me to uh, Istanbul? Yeah, it's in the mail now. <laughs> yeah, I need something with stamps on it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even see, know these people. See, yeah, my... yeah, it's in the mail. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, people. Yeah, people are goofy. People are people are real goofy, especially you know, over collectible like, stuff. I,
2: I wouldn't well, if, if you want to collect stuff, you know, you're, you're calling, you want a friend request from me, for me to send you something that's going to cost me postage. It's on its way.
1: Yeah, right. When I, yeah, exactly. And
2: people are, people are crazy,
1: man, especially if they know you collect stuff or you have stuff or you have items. Like you said, I've had people like I've joined a, a Facebook page and I, at first I used to would post what I had or what I would. Like if I got some, I'd post it up and just to show the community. And then the next thing, you know, you'd have like, you have like five or six people hit you up, uh, direct message you or instant message you or private right. message you, uh, how much was that? Where can you get that at? You want to sell me that? I'm like, well, fuck, if I want to sell it. I want to sell you it on a You just it yourself. Yeah. yeah I was, it's I was sweet. showing you guys. I was just trying to yeah. share it with the community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I quit posting all my stuff. Cause it was yeah, like, holy same, shit, you guys yeah. are crazy. Yeah, Amen. It brings the crazies out. Yeah, I only post what I want what I want you to see that I have, or on a forum that I'm selling. Uh, and speaking of that, though, uh, if anybody like you, Brian, or you, Penny, you have stuff that you want to get rid of, and you want to, you know, you don't want to barter with people. You don't want to get all crazy. You just want to mm-hmm. put the item and put the price and be done with it. Now that you guys are members of Reinventing the Tattoo, we, uh, On there, there's a spot where they have Marketplace for people that can put stuff. Like I put uh, looking for Zeiss tattoo frames, looking for uh, Flash, looking for stuff. And then people will reach out to me and say, hey, Rob, I got this, or I'm looking for this, or stuff like that. So if Uh you do have stuff that you guys want to have in historical stuff, people will be able to reach out to you on there and buy stuff from you right straight through the app and through Marketplace. And one of the good things about it as you post it, you put the picture, you put the description, and then you get to talk to the person individual and you get to get the money your way. However you want, maybe through Cash App, PayPal, Bitcoin, okay. Cash, Check, however you do your business. Uh, there's a there's a formula for it through the new app
2: that they got. So, yeah, check into that, too. So, I know you guys are deep into the... I just want to tell you, this is a really, really cool... Thanks, man. Because I I was watching some of the videos earlier, I saw one with you and Judy Parker. Yeah, which I got a tattoo from Judy Parker. I couldn't walk for three days. It was on my foot, Uh, (laughs) and I uh, all my ankles are bad. But it it was very interesting. She really is a cool person. Very very nice. Very talented artist. And uh, she's awesome. Yeah. Look at uh. Hold on. Let me show you something real quick if I can. Am I doing, Lori? (laughs) <laughs> yes
1: uh, I'll, since you mentioned Judy I'll show you something I just got from Judy last week okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's for Lori and know she's watching I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to sleep for three days <laughs> uh, yeah I just picked this
1: up from uh, Judy uh, well, probably about a week ago steampunk
2: machine Oh, Oh, cool. wow. Ooh, look at the detail in that. Yeah. That's Judy Parker. <laughs> she threw it wow. together.
1: Obviously, that's it's cool. a steampunk crazy creation. Not a functional yeah. running machine, but it's all signed. It's number five by Judy. And yeah, she's a beast. I love her. Yeah, she's that's really pretty, cool. Uh, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool.
2: What, what was it? Um what was the machines I had? Um, who was the two? From? One was from um, Jack Armstrong.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Nice.
2: And who, who was the other one?
3: Uh, well, there was two others. There was one from Lou Rubino. Lou Rubino. Tatumloo, and then there was another one from uh, Catfish Carl. Yeah. yeah. And it had the pirate girl side. Yes. Uh, side plate. I don't know if you have ever seen that
1: one, Rob. I got a catfish, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. I got an original catfish, Carl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not yes. one like
1: that with side plate, Bill. I have the uh, one of his earlier ones, but yeah, super cool. Yeah.
3: Well, speaking of Jack Armstrong, I have yeah uh, his, oh. wife, his wife's Cliff Raven machine. Oh wow, that's
1: kick ass. <laughs> Sold. Right.
3: No. Doubt. Do you want to
2: pay? Check, PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> Venmo. Don't be oh, shy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. I uh Cliff Raven uh, actually uh got his first machine from Zeiss. Oh yeah? Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's the story that they write down in the books. Yep. Got his first tattoo machines from uh Milton Zeiss. Cool. Yeah, back in the beginning of the days. And I think, uh, well, not think, but uh, yeah, he was, uh, I don't think he like lived in Rockford, but he was a Rockford night too, Cliff Raven, a couple of those guys. Uh, but Milton Zeiss, he was selling stuff to everybody back then, you know? Everybody. Yeah. I mean, people really don't realize to the extent, well, tattoo community does, but people don't realize to the extent to how really he was the main, main guy who just put it out there, man, from the books to the catalogs to the inks to the pigments to the tents to the flash it
4: yeah.
1: man he, he didn't care i mean yeah and he was just a carny of the carnies when it comes to the tattoo game he was he wasn't around <laughs> he was he was getting it in <laughs> go get oh we can drink Ooh. oh yeah treat yourself
2: <laughs> yeah we do we do do a little smoking and drinking here but it is all legal. You, you, is all you don't want to do it with me because I don't shut up. You'll never get to talk again.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's
2: okay. We don't mind. We don't mind. And and I do want to uh,
1: tell you, that you are a beautiful storyteller, and you got some beautiful stories. And that's what we do specialize in storytelling. Oh
2: my God! Some of them, I don't, you know, like people say, "Oh, you should write a book." I don't believe half of the shit I saw myself. So what would I put it under? the <laughs> Believe it uh-huh. or not. You know, like, you know, like, well, people say, oh, I have Eddie's books. And boy, I said, well, the only thing I can say is he was a really good storyteller. It's a good thing he wasn't there to actually see what was going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, whenever you went out with him, you never knew what the next adventure was going to be. <laughs> uh, we were on a cruise, cruise ship one time. I went to get my nails done. I came back. He was. I think he had alcohol poisoning. I think he drank too much or something. <laughs> you know, I know when I'm having an argument, <laughs> he comes over, he said, boy, I could slap you. And I just looked at him, because like this, and boy, I knocked him on the bed, jumped <laughs> on his back, and I'll get the shit out of him. Don't you ever, ever fucking put your hands on me. Uh-huh. And trust me, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we went from we went from the mini suite and then he was down with the employees sleep you know we're we're in the room and you can you can get food 24 hours a day he's down there he called up for breakfast (laughs) they said what room are you in oh no you go to the Lido deck (laughs) go serve yourself but he never pulled that shit on me again (laughs) <laughs> he he really he really was very interesting I mean you know but living with him oh my god coming home drunk night after night you know we have uh, uh, we you know we have this supply business in our house we had pulled downstairs up the hallway and the kids were busy and they left and they didn't pull the, they didn't put the stairs up and mm-hmm. they stepped down he came home drunk walked right into that thing. Oh, I hear him. I thought, wow, that's a great idea. <laughs> I have to do that more often. <laughs> didn't even have to beat him up. <laughs> <open>. <laughs> oh, and, and boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, well, we, we were like, um, in center, you know, in center city. And there was a restaurant where we used to stop and eat all the time. And a lot of the detectives used to come in and they would tell stories and And Eddie would tell them even better (laughs) than whatever happened. But, oh my God, I I just, um, you know, like people say, oh, when I'm old, I'm going to sit on my rocking chair and I'm going to tell stories. I'm afraid to tell half the stories I got to tell because I don't believe in myself and I was there. (laughs) Especially if Eddie told them like, and, you know, when he first started telling me stories, I really believed him. And then when I was with him and saw the story, I said, wait a minute. What's wrong with you? That didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, we know. And he's he a good storyteller. And he was a lot of fun with people. When I first went to the conventions, I'd be walking around looking for him. Then people would say, Eddie's looking for you. And I'd say, where is he? And they'd say that way. I went that way. <laughs> I had enough of his shit. That was my break on the convention, going with everybody else but him. <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Suzanne Fauser, Pat Sinatra. Um, well, I met one of my best long life lifelong friend is Lori. Uh, she used to work for Pat Sinatra, and she's just the sweet, loving, honorable person. One time we're in the shop. This guy comes in. He's got, um, uh, what do you call it, a Sharpie mustache and a goatee on. He comes in, and she's talking to the guy. And I'm looking at her, I thought, man, that guy would have been out the door on his head. I would have been, bull-. you know, I would talk to people with him recently. Yeah. But yeah. he was out for lunch. <laughs> so she buys, um, so finally he comes in, he's going to get tattooed. And she said, did you eat? And he said, no. She gives him money for a bagel. He comes back and gives her the change. And she says to me, wow, wasn't that nice? I said, what? He brought me my change. She said, are you serious? You bought him a bagel and he brought you the change and you think he's wonderful? But that's the type of person she is. She's yeah, a big
4: boy.
2: Yeah. yeah. And a couple times I thought, mm, but she's really special and she's my friend for life. Yeah, and that's, that's my- cool. <laughs> But, you know, it, what's so sad, too, is there's so many people that will rip you off and con you and, and whatever. Even my twin sister used to say, you know, there's a twin, there's a sucker born every day. Do you know how long it took me to figure out I was one of them suckers she was talking about?
4: Oh. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have
2: a candy bar. I She'd say, Penny, can I have hair for your candy bar? Yeah, here's hair for my candy bar. I, she didn't even let me smell the wrapper of her. <laughs> You know how long it took me to figure that one out? Nah, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> That's why I say I've learned I'd rather be a bitch than a sucker.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs>
2: I, I sleep better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Much yeah, better. for sure. No. Yeah, okay, awesome. now what? Well, what
1: well, we usually do we usually do uh do a, about an hour talk. We did about an hour, but uh I suddenly oh always yeah, exactly. I certainly always love talking, and um, I definitely want to have you on some more, Penny. I want to have you on again, and um, Brian too. Obviously, uh, we want to go through some probably some collectible stuff one time, Brian. And we got different cameras, and we can zoom in and get in All close right. and actually show some some tattoo stuff. And yeah. then uh, we can actually. I'm, I'm thinking about having a tent talk with uh, maybe like yourself and uh i'd like to invite judy and maybe get some like some you know some of the older school ladies together yeah. and maybe maybe me just kind of shut yeah. up and let you ladies talk and stuff
2: like that get some old school tattoo talk and stuff like that well i'd like to listen to them because I, I was watching with you you know I was watching a little bit and i saw another woman that was on there that was talking about things that you don't do for a tattoo i mean people unbelievable well, here's, here's one, one example of the stories when we're in there. Some guy comes in. He wants an eagle with a banner. So he says, Daddy, how much is it? Um, I, I think he said 60. He said, how much is it without the banner? He said 50. So then he walking around and uh, went to another eagle. And he said, well, I wanted to spend 100. And he says, well, come on. Let me show you a nicer eagle. So he shows him a nicer eagle. The guy says, "Nah." I don't want that one. <laughs> he goes back, he ends up spending a hundred dollars for the one that he could have got for 60. <laughs> because he wanted to spend 60. And we're like, you know, and we were we had a shop in Kensington, which is the really, really bad part of Philly. It's like um oh. drug area and oh, really, really bad. We used to have a there was a park there. They used to call it McPherson Square. Now they call it Needle Park oh yeah yeah okay i have heard of that so anyhow we're some guy um well drunks were attracted to me that's why eddie well hoo, look at her you know he was drunk and i looked and i wasn't a drinker so i didn't it was more booze for them but anyhow some guy comes in and another guy comes in and he says to eddie um can you do an american flag Eddie said sure sit down he said well he says how much eddie says it'll be a hundred dollars the guy sits down, Eddie puts a line on him, he gets up, he said, you Nazi bastard, gets up and walks out. We're like, okay. Well, Eddie, <laughs> had the, Eddie had the $100. 20 minutes later, the same guy comes in, same story. Now, this is the story, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed him if he told me this one. <laughs> guy comes back in again, he said, "One um, American flag. Eddie, yeah, have a seat. Guy sits down. Another line, the Nazi bastard gets up walks out the door. It's three times. So he made $300 for doing three lines. <laughs> the third time, he didn't come back after the third time, but he left his jacket. And Tommy went through it, and he found 20 bucks. So we made $320 for doing nothing. Three lines. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Another time I'm walking outside, like I said, drunks are attracted to me. There was a bar. And I went out to sweep the sidewalk or something. And there was this drunk getting in his car, had his, putting a key in the door and he sees me and he follows me and <laughs> follows me into the uh, shop. So we relieved him of a hundred dollars and sent him on his way. <laughs> so every, time, every time it was slow, Tommy, the um, would say to me, Hey Penny, can you go out and sweep the sidewalk? <laughs> so I could, <laughs> a drunk would follow me in the door. <laughs> oh boy yeah he he was another he was the character too tommy was a piece of work he he was you know like he used to act like he's tough and oh i'm gonna go pick somebody's ass and i said oh, i kind kind of board they said come on i'll go with the next nah maybe we better not say hey, you guys ain't nothing but a bunch of pussies so <laughs> there, the warlocks oh big big warlock but then, <laughs> It was very, very interesting life. I wouldn't trade it for anything where I want you back into that bullshit of I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh I would love to. And and it just a pleasure talking to you because I can see the joy you're getting from just talking to people. Yeah, I like doing it. I think That's it's cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like
1: I like uh, I like doing it with people. I like people kicking in, having having a good time, and telling the stories and stuff like that, and sharing the stories because you know, one day I'm not going to be here, you're not going to be here, we're not going to be here. Oh no, I'm going to then... be here
2: if I'm I'm going to
1: haunt people. I ain't going to be <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now now we're going to be able to haunt them through videos and paintings, and you know what? Even our tattoos are going to be gone. Even the pictures are going to be gone. But the video and, you know, just yes. a lot of the stuff's going to be here forever. Yes. And, you know, it's just, it's, I think it's what makes me the happiest is uh, like my grandkids, my great-grandkids and people from from my family, your family, and other people's family. They'll be able to look back and look at the at the stories and the tents yeah. and the paintings and even the, like the stories. You know, the stories are uh, worth, man, it's, it's almost like with the internet and... The information that's able to be shared and gathered, and now through Zoom and all this, it's. Just, I just think it's a great forum.
2: It is, and and you uh, know, I started watching a few of your videos and stuff like that, oh. and listening to different people, and you know, and the pains and the answers of people, what the questions they ask you, and hmm. it was like, oh, I remember too. Like I, I, would be in the shop, and somebody would come in, and you you could tell they picked their scab. You yeah. know, stabbed their tattoo yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Oh, look what happened. I said, uh, and what happened to that? He said, were you really I, said, yeah. I said, were you smoking? Did you pick? Yeah. Can you fix it? Yeah. I said, 15 bucks. He said, well, Billy told me he'd do it for 10. I said, come back when he's here. I got the 15. You know, if I hadn't been a waitress and dealt with people, I would have never been able to handle the tattoo shop because Whenever there was a full moon, they dropped them off in busloads. I I was like, I couldn't believe all the nuts were out on the full moon and they came in the shop. One woman walked in the shop and she said, and I said, if you need any help with anything, let me know. Because I don't like somebody in my shoes when I'm looking. She mm-hmm. said, My name is So and So, and don't you forget it. And I said, Do you want a tattoo? And she said. No, I said, get the fuck out of here, and don't forget it, and don't come back. <laughs> I, I had to. Well, I wasn't acting; I was as crazy as they were, and I scared them, and they left. <laughs> they had to it, oh to oh, go. All the stories. Woo.
1: <laughs> yeah, the that's good.
2: Dracula, that poor guy. He he just you know. Last time I saw him, you know, he he had. I think he had arthritis, really bad, and you know, his health was bad, and who cool was i had never seen anybody like him in my life it's like and then eddie with the hairdo <laughs> <laughs> why do <sighs> i open her? that's super
1: that, cool super yeah. super cool
2: man it, yeah if you weren't married if you weren't yeah <laughs> and you don't you know speak. i i could count how many times in a week he was drunk when he was drunk he turned his socks inside out when he wasn't he was very neat so oh. I thought, okay, yeah, he was drunk six times this week, and there's only one more day to go. <laughs> oh. That's good guess. Yeah, that, you know, I'll tell you, seriously, I started watching a couple of the, you know, other people that were on, like Judy, and I, I know yeah. I'm going to get into it. And I listened to another woman talking about what people do, and I remember one guy coming in to get a tattoo, 10 people with him from diapers, yeah diaper kids and grandmother wearing diapers i said "Did is anybody left at home what the hell is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that is crazy were yeah. bringing them with
2: the whole family gathering yeah and one tattoo and another one guy comes in he's getting tattooed the other guy's going in and out the door with the air conditioner going i said look make up your mind you're either out or you're in another time we're in there somebody's carrying on and whatever. And I, I I told the guy, shut the hell up. And Eddie's in the back tattooing somebody and the guy's in there with his wife. And the guy said to Eddie, do you out there by herself. yourself? Do you think we ought to go out and make sure she's okay? And said, no, we're safer back here. What I said, hey, Seriously, what the hell I needed him for? Okay, this is the last story I'm going to tell you. This will help. help you sleep. I'm in this shop one day. This guy came in all the time and he was like 400 pounds. And every time he got a tattoo, I don't care if it was on his arm, he's wearing a bikini. (laughs) You know, he he was just gross looking at him. (laughs) So one day Eddie's out there messing around with flash and I'm sitting in the, you know, it was a couple steps, little alcove with pictures. So the guy comes over and he's talking to me saying, Oh, hi, how are you? I said, Oh, I'm doing good. He said, "Um, I don't know where this came from. He said, you know, I don't have a tan mark on my body. And I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> so he says, uh, I said, well, he said, I, I said, oh, that's nice. He said, well, I, I belong to a n- nudist colony. I said, okay, that that's really nice too. I said, but if that's your cup of tea, fine, but it's not my cup of tea. doesn't that guy stand there and pull his pants down? And <laughs> he walks up the steps looks at the guy standing in the corner with his pants down, looks at me, and kept on going. (laughs) The guy had the smallest dick I've ever seen in my life. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not usually at a loss for words. But I said to this guy, (laughs) I wanted to say to him, you have really nice tattoos, but where's your dick? (laughs) (laughs) One of the other guys said to me, As soon as you said that's not my cup of tea, that was what he was looking for. And that's when he pulled his pants out. And I just turned around and I looked (laughs) and I'm like, unbelievable. The shock and awe factor. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, honestly, I I really was a lot more shy. I know people don't believe it. I don't I don't believe it myself anymore. But I don't take shit from people anymore. You say the I'm on you like a fine one shit. Yeah right. That know, I, th- I realized that I used to say, "Why are people doing this?" Because I let them. Now I don't let them in. I'm a bitch. Yep. Thank you. Age and wisdom. Age and wisdom. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. starting to. I used to be a little bit uh the opposite. I used to be when I was younger. I used to be real fast to act. Boom. Real <laughs> fast to act. Now I'd say probably in the last five to eight years. Wow. Now. I might be real fast to think, but I don't act. I won't. I, I don't act. I'll, I'll I'll evaluate stuff and I'll think about it before I act. Now, I don't know why that why that is. But uh, it's kind of weird. I don't oh, like man. that. As, I don't like Mr. it. Lee, as, you
2: have a strike against you from the beginning. What can I say? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not too sure if I like it, but I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I guess I'm more mellow, I guess. What, whatever
2: age. works for you. Yeah, Seriously? Maybe it's in the wisdom once again. But yeah. I I give people the benefit of the doubt, and when I find out when they cross a certain thing, a certain line, I put a period on them. I'm done. Yeah, because, yeah. Because if they're going to do it, to you know, I would. I think about how I would treat people. Treat people the way right, you want to be treated, right, but they, right. they just don't get it.
1: No, you're 100 right. That's yeah. I guess that's yep. kind of kind of what I yeah yeah yeah. That's that's a really good way to way to think about it. Just be yep. done.
2: Yeah, and that's it. Once I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, that's nice. Put a period (laughs) on it, done. Never talk again. It's a shame. You know, it's sad to be that way. You know, and even now, people are going through hard times with this, you know, coronavirus, being quarantined and all that. And you go out and you see people bitching and moaning and complaining. Come on.
1: Right, right. nice.
2: People fair.
1: right and another and like like you just said there too and, and once someone has a different opinion it's like the other person or the they if you have you can't have a, it's like once you have a different opinion it's like you're at odds with each other it's like fuck it don't have to be like that bro i'm like shit i can have a different opinion you can your favorite color can be yellow mine can be blue we don't have to be mad cuz you don't have the same color as me bro That's
2: you know what I'm saying? The same thing is tattoos it don't bother me if you yeah. don't have bother you if I do this is yeah. my body my choice yeah you don't, want him, don't get him like that guy said I like my body just the way this I said look at your fucking face
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you should have got one I of the blackouts you,
2: I, I wish you would have seen this
1: guy <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: trying it. to be nice and he's like, oh, I like <laughs> my oh my god he had a magic mirror if he liked his body the way it was <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, racist, whole head, white out. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, people are crazy. People are real fast to judge. People are real fast to judge. That's what I like. That's nothing I like about tattoos, though. You know, because I got stuff that most people, like, when they see it, they're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, You know? And, you know, and hardly nobody has tattoos around here like that's I got. That's what I wanted to say. What was that part
2: they had? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? no that's I'm what I like saying. about them. Because some people no, I have do. roses. I, I
1: some people have bio. Some people have organic. Some people have
2: geometrical stuff. It's just yeah. whatever people like, man, is what they like, you know? It's just Me, crazy. I was, people are so I was crazy. Mean, I was trying to get tattooed by as many people as I could yeah. because the memories I have were just phenomenal.
1: Yeah. A collector. Really, really great.
2: Yeah. I, I get I mean, that now, too. I totally know, I, get that. Like, I've had... You know, like when we would go on cruises in different places and a woman would say, how could you ruin your body like that? I said, why are you giving me your opinion? I don't even know you. Right. Do you think I care what you think? This is about me. Whatever you do is about you. And a lot of beautiful stories
1: behind it. Like you said, all those people that tattooed you, those are, oh man, those are. Those are individual, beautiful stories in yourself. Oh Every my God.
2: And the memories. And, and sometimes I look around, and I, I do. I just love it. I love the memories, um, you know, and the people I met, good, bad, and ugly, and everything yeah. else. But um, but I, I accept people the way they are. And when I was a waitress, I used to try to pe- treat people nice because I figured they were spending their hard-earned money to come out and have a meal. And I, I used to make it pleasant and, you know, talk to them and treat them right. And then if they were shitheads, I treated them like shit, too. <laughs> uh, one guy they came, get a tip. Guy, okay, this is my... Yeah, I used to give... One guy left me, I think, a dime. I went back outside and I gave him mm-hmm. a quarter. I said, here's your dime. And here's no, and I gave him 15 cents more. <laughs> I said, you need it more than I do. And mm-hmm. I don't take shit from anybody. So people mm-hmm. oh, how can you... Oh, how can I do it? <laughs> talking to me like that, no way. After you go. But that—that's a hard business dealing. I think everybody should be a waitress dealing with the public. It is hard. Yeah. I mean, used to say, "Oh, if it weren't for people, what a wonderful world it would be." And I'm at him. <laughs> he was drunk most of the time. He didn't even know what the <laughs> hell was going on. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, we got to do this again, and I'm definitely going to be watching more. Nice. The videos, because they're fantastic. They are
1: yeah. really, really good. Yeah, they're cool. I like I like. Yeah. them. And I, I'm glad people enjoy doing them. And, and yeah, as long as people want to want to come on and share stories and talk tattoos and talk about old stories and share uh, who started tattoos. Yes,
2: yeah, that's all we're going to do. Who started this? Huh? Who started this? Whose store? Who started it? Oh, I did. I did. I'm from Philly. Um, you don't understand who... S-T-A-R-T-E-D started this. <laughs> yeah. Me. Oh, Me. you did. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We well well really uh um Guy and Gabe were doing uh ta- uh virtual tattoo gatherings. And uh so they were doing like uh like once once in a while they would do like an event. And mm-hmm. and I was I'm friends, I'm friends with both of them and um I'm and I, I I do uh the I do a lot of stuff I, I build tattoo machine with Guy and we're doing the Rock River Tattoo Art Expo and uh, the COVID came and it kind of put a kibosh on the things that we were doing so yeah. we were kind of just like oh, fuck man what's there to do what's there to do and then Guy and Gabe uh, came up with the virtual tattoo gathering and then Guy I was talking to him about it and he's like well if you want Rob maybe you can if you if you want to you can just uh, sh- do some tent talk or or talk out of the tent or talk about your tent or talk about historical stuff or awesome. talk about maybe some 815 stuff and we'll we'll prime it for the upcoming show in 2020 or, or 2022 now. So I was like, okay, well, well, fuck, that's a good idea. I can kind of show stuff and talk about stuff and I'll give awesome. a buildup for, so when people come to the event, they'll already have like a little, no knowledge about what, we, what we're what we doing, what we have, what we're about, some of the items. So they'll kind of want to see them. They'll want to see the tent, they'll want to see all the original flash, see some Absolutely. original stuff. So it's, awesome. it was kind of a boost for it. And then after that, uh, they kind of quit doing it. And then a guy was undercover, um, working on reinventing the tattoo, Uh, application because he had already done the book and it was super success and it's just amazing and he just has so much knowledge and all of the people that worked with him with the book um he's still friends with all those people so uh he went into the new realm and started building the app and started doing that. And then he had invited me. He's like, Rob, if you'd like to, you know, you could be a part of it. You could do like a little talk or something, a little historical something. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to, man. I'd be honored to, in fact. So yeah. So I started doing tent talk with Guy and Gabe and stuff like that. So now I just do it like maybe twice a month or whenever I find somebody that I like or it's interesting or they want to do it with me, we'll get together and chop it up. And I'll either, if they already know how to zoom and stuff, I just go with it. If not, I'll I'll get on and kind of show them and do everything.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I have a suggestion. Don't put Brian on again because he talks too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, he'll definitely know how to uh, how it goes for when we go through some of the collectible stuff. <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
2: That, oh yeah then then he'll come he'll, yeah. come he'll his bring his a I'll game laughing at
1: you <laughs> yeah for sure well i do i i super appreciate both of you both of you oh. showing up and yeah, doing great God. man you
2: guys did great phenomenal i my, appreciate you showing my the pleasure stuff, i'm so glad you got to meet me no.
4: yeah yeah oh, no, I no. Am super i'm super
2: like, glad oh. i for real you might be
1: joking but i really am glad that we've got to become <laughs> friends i really am penny <laughs> It's amazing. You are. I, I told Guy what she already knew, but I told him, I'm like, man, she's fucking cool, dude. Good storyteller. She's fucking funny hey, as fuck, man. Well, I, I, I said, stories. I told her, I, I told Guy this. I said, I'll just tell you one thing, bro. I said, I told her, I said, uh, I was talking to her. And she's like, all right, well, I'll tell you a funny story about uh, Eddie. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I was uh-huh. like, That's true. I was like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm gonna tell you uh, uh, some, all the funny stories about Eddie
2: i'm done <laughs> yeah I, I did that to somebody else they laughed their ass off did it to somebody else and he looked as confused as anything
4: <laughs>
2: no, dude you, you hit me with that when i fucking oh i, I laughed my know, ass you, everybody's off. thinking oh boy i'm gonna hear some stories yeah funny stories i'm done Most oh were... <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> the amazing in the ass, amazing cheeks.
1: but uh yeah well i appreciate it once again we might have went a little uh, half hour over, but that's how we, we always enjoy going over. We have excellent people. But uh, I appreciate it,
2: Penny and Brian. We'll get together yeah.
1: and we'll do it again, man. We'll, well for sure do it again.
2: It's long as, If Brian wouldn't talk as much, we wouldn't have, it wouldn't have taken as long. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: that extra half hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good shit. Yeah, he's my shit. buddy. Well, we'll have us a big uh, we'll have us a nice little session next time, and we'll show us some stuff and kick some stories around, because I know we have tons of stories and tons oh, of times. Oh yeah, yep, tons Seems of stories, and tons of times. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, if anybody sees that Bitcoin logo, that Bitcoin uh, QR code. Um, for anybody watching, that's a thing you can scan. You can send Bitcoin to that address, and all of the proceeds go to reinventing the Tattooed Live. Um, they don't go to me. They don't go to. Penny, they don't go to nobody. They go to the formulation of building the app and getting some uh, virtual, ga- virtual, and virtual tools going. Some some VRs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's a lot of things that uh, reinventing the Tattoo application is going to bring to the table. So. If you have Bitcoin and you're into the Bitcoin technology, scan the code and shoot some love and all the money's going to go to the reinventing the tattoo community. Not us. Go into the forum. But thank you, guys. And we enjoyed everybody's for tuning in. Have a good day. Patty. Thank My My pleasure. Ryan, you have a good night.